Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Series. And we are back with my good friend, Dr. Monique Hunt is, is back with us. And we love having these conversations, these conversations with Dr. Monique about ancestral story clearing. Um, and specifically today, it's going to be about releasing anger, family trauma, and cultural wounds. We always have such a wonderful time. Every single time, there's always so much to talk about. And, we're in, you know, today we're going to talk about a little bit about, uh, again, and, you know, really like more of how your ancestors' stories might be disrupting your happiness, how ancestral stories of anger are impacting your relationships, happiness and abundance, how ancestral story clearing can help you release old wounds that are blocking your success, why you can't seem to manifest career opportunities or clients for your business. Hmm. <laughs> I was just talking to somebody <laughs> about that a few minutes ago, so hmm and how your ancestors can support you with living your soul's purpose. And the thing is, when it comes to anger, you know, that is a really toxic energy and just a really low vibration. And that can also stop you from creating the life that you desire. So Dr. Monique is going to talk about that and so much more. And for those of you who don't know, Dr. Monique is a spiritual teacher and founder of the Ancestor Wisdom School. She is a master ancestral story clearing practitioner who uses the healing power of your life stories and your ancestors' guidance to help you create a clear path for living your soul's purpose. So I'm so glad that Dr. Monique is back with us again today. We are going to be taking live caller questions. We always have so much fun with the questions. And it's like there are so many unique and interesting processes that come through um because of your questions that you ask us so, so so much fun so dr monique welcome back to the show thank you i'm happy to be here as always i love joining you i love your show and you're you're it's just an amazing you're doing a beautiful job uh what thank you i see i see more um more stuff behind you more you know <laughs> symbols of your ancestors or you know pictures of yeah. your ancestors behind you right yes so Right there is our family history book that was written by my mom and my aunt. 10 years of research and some really wonderful, amazing stories that keep me inspired. So from time to time, I flip it open, read a story and connect with that ancestor. Mm -hmm. And then the figurines that are over on this side um, were actually in storage and working with one of my ancestors, my uncle, actually, my, my great uncle, um, I got this message from him to mend the foot because the foot on the man broke. So that's why <laughs> it's storage. Right. He said, mend the foot and bring him out. I want to see him out. So that's wow. how, and then the other part is, you can't see the full altar, but part of the altar. And those are some of the pictures of my ancestors that I keep on my altar. Beautiful. I love it. You know, and it's, a, it's, it's just so interesting to see those symbols, those pictures and getting those messages from your ancestors. I mean, that's how the, like, you are so connected and you work with their guidance on a regular basis, right? Yes, I do. I work with them daily, daily. daily. Yeah. And I connect with them daily and I honor them daily. I have two altars actually here in my office the one that you see partial behind me. And then on the other side of the room, there's another one. The other one is the grandmother altar mm -hmm. because my grandmothers are the ones that I find that I connect with the most and that actually come through the most. So I decided it was time to create a special altar to honor them. Nice. And yeah, <laughs> so it's really nice. So I do all kinds of fun things with them. 
And then the other altar includes a number of ancestors on multiple sides of my family. And so I find that by keeping that connection, by connecting with them on a daily basis, it really keeps me grounded. Mm -hmm. It really, it helps me to respond to the things that are going on in the world. It helps me to respond better to the clients that I work with. It helps me to really have compassion and empathy for mm -hmm. people. And so with all those beautiful things that he gives, why wouldn't I, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it also wisdom, creativity for my business, um, solutions to challenges and problems that arise. All of those things come up. And sometimes when I'm uh, in a situation where I have to make a decision or I'm having a challenge or there's some frustration or something's happening, my father was one of the people that I would go to and have conversations with because he was such a wise, wise man who always had solutions. He was a big solutions person. He's like, if if you can't solve it, don't worry about it, right? <laughs> and if you can solve it, do something about it. That was his, he would always tell us that. So when I'm finding that I'm in that space, he's the one that I go and I connect with and I do an offering on my altar. And I know some of the things that he liked to eat and whatnot. So I'll bring, you know, something that he enjoyed eating to the altar and I might, I'll put it on the altar and then I'll enjoy my serving of it. And just, you know, remembering him and honoring him and welcoming him and then asking him for his guidance. And at some point, whether it's in that moment or later on in the day, or even a couple of days later, at some point, I'm going to get the answers that I need from him. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. And I love how you said that it's at some point, it's not necessarily in the moment that you're asking, but it could be later that day, later next day. I mean, I find usually it's within a couple of days. If you've asked a question of a guide or an ancestor that you will get some sort of answer within a few days, you also have to be willing to receive it. You have to be willing to be aware of it, you know, uh, of, of getting the message and you know i know this this is not a, a conversation about how do you get messages but i just wanted to i just wanted to really quickly say that you know sometimes you know you might see you know a flash of a picture on on the screen somewhere or you're surfing on the internet and you're just going from which you know web page to web page and you see something and that's the message or you might look at your bookcase and there's all these books like i have all these books and then one of them is just going to jump out at you and you you take that book and you just open it up to a random page and there's the message for you it could be in a, any sort of way it's not going to be a booming voice it's not going to be you know somebody showing themselves in front of you, you know, it's not going to be like that, but it's going to, you know, you're going to get the answer somehow, right? The message some way. I agree with you. Everything that you said is exactly what, <clears throat> what I say to people. You may be standing in line at the grocery store and then suddenly you see something on the little rag mags that are, yeah. <laughs> you know, at the grocery store and it may not even pertain to what you're needing support with, but it may trigger a response. It may trigger something in you that takes you back to a time when you did solve a problem like that, when you did overcome a situation that you're dealing with, where you did have a conversation with someone. I even know people that will tell me that when they're frustrated with someone and they connect with the ancestors, there are times when things show up that remind them that they need to be the one to go back and apologize, mm. that it really is them, right? And so they'll see something around 
them. It could be driving down the street. It could be, like you said, in a book on your shelf. It could be you're watching TV and something shows up and something happens. It could be something that somebody says to you. Signs and symbols are always around us, giving us messages. And we have to, as you said, receive and be in a receiving mode to really get those messages and not think that it's supposed to come a specific way. Be open to whatever way it flows for you because for everybody, it's a little bit different. You know, I do sometimes get the booming voices, right? But then other times it's just a subtle message that comes up in a different way. Yeah. And that's what we have to be open to. Absolutely. And that's the thing. Sometimes, you know, I might be walking with Neo and then, you know, I'm thinking about something and I might get some sort of uh, awareness, like some sort of knowing or some sort of thought form that comes in. And I know that it's different than what, how I normally think. Right. So I know that that's the message. It's like, oh yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Aha. Uh -huh. Right. And, and you get a knowing, like, you start to get used to these types of messages or these types of ways that spirit, your guides, your ancestors uh, speak to you, work with you, communicate with you after a while, right? You start to get to know how it works. And you know, for me, because I'm a feeler as well, I feel energies flowing through me, right? And th that's also how I know that I'm receiving downloads. And then it's like, okay, so what is this telling me? What is this message that's coming through right now, right? What is this, uh, this energy, you know, what's, what, what's, what's this all about? So asking questions, right? So I, that's, that's that. just a little bit about, you know, how you can start to uh, interpret messages because it, when you ask a question, your guides, ancestors, spirit is always answering you, always. Always. I agree with you. That, that's a, a wonderful point. And your point about, you know, feeling it in your body, feeling the sensation, feeling the energy, that's another piece that we really need to tap into is really being aware of the sensations in our body because I can often tell when the messages are starting to flow in just through how my body is feeling. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and there may be some tingling, tingling that happens. There's often, I'll hear something kind of in my ears, like a, almost like a wind blowing or the ocean. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so there's different ways that we receive these messages and being open is the key. And, and people realizing that all of us can receive these messages. This isn't just for you and me. We, we're not the only ones that, you know, anyone can do this. It just yeah. takes some practice. And building those relationships with the guides that are here to work with you, whether it's spirit guides or angels, ancestors, really building up that relationship so that you can have that connection. And then trusting, <laughs> that's, that's the big one, trust, right? Trusting the guidance that comes through, trusting who you're working with. So you really have to be clear who you work with. I only work with light. I only work with the highest vibrations, vibrations of light. You know, so claim it, declare it, you know, so that there's no funny business. All right. We're totally off topic, but that's okay. Um, it's always so much fun anyways, you know. So I wanted to talk about ancestral story clearing and specifically anger. Yes. Anger yes. is such a huge emotion. Oh my God. And the stories around anger. You know, I, I, I realized, you know, I still have some anger triggers <laughs> with some stuff from the past. <laughs> Absolutely. We do. We always do. There's something there. <laughs> That 
well, it's really interesting with the karmic stories of anger because when um, my ancestors and my guides started downloading the ancestral story clearing work with me, anger was not on the list of the nine karmic stories. Hmm. It really? was not on the list. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting. But then I just, you know, okay, this is what you gave me. Let me work with this. Let me work with this. Yeah. And then there started to be this um, flow of conversations that were coming in from different clients and people that I would just be talking to and they would be talking to me about this anger that they were carrying and they didn't understand in some cases why they were just angry. You know, it wasn't necessarily just because of something. It was they were feeling angry because they were just angry and they didn't understand why they didn't understand what was happening. They didn't understand what was triggering all of this. And I started, you know, working with the ancestors and talking to them and saying, you know, how do I work with this? And you didn't bring this as one of the karmic stories to support people with. And what do I do with this? And the, res the response was at the time, it wasn't time. And what they were saying is that there is an influx of anger that has started to really create some really challenging times for people throughout the world. And now is the time to start to work with anger. So I actually just added in anger as one of the karmic stories. And anger is something that can interfere with your relationships. It can interfere with your work. It can interfere with your joy. It, you can't have anger and joy in the same space at the same time. And so this anger that often comes up can be, as I said, situational. It can be a situation where you, you know, somebody has done something and you've become angry or um, maybe someone's betrayed you, maybe someone's abandoned you, you know, the other karmic stories that we're talking about. And, and so these things come up and you become angry. So those are responses to situations. But then for some people, they don't understand why they're just angry all the time. They're just angry. And what I find is if there is karmic stories, if there are karmic stories in your lineage of anger, where people were angry. So it may be a situation where someone never got over being betrayed. Maybe someone never got over being abandoned. Maybe someone never got over living in poverty or maybe having prosperity and then ending up in poverty. And if we go to even the historical perspective, maybe there's, there was still a great deal of anger, understandably so, when maybe the ancestors' land was stolen from them or they were removed from their land, or they were, um, you know, the Holocaust took place, famine took place, war took place, mm -hmm. slavery took place. You know, all of these atrocities that happened throughout the world, that can create anger in your lineage. And when it's unresolved, that anger is passed down from generation to generation to generation to generation, and then it hits you. And it's like a snowball that is rolling down a hill and now it's big. And what happens is sometimes for people, they have that, I don't know where this anger is from situation. And we know that it's carried over from generations. And then for other people, they may not be angry 
all the time, but they may not be angry for what they consider no reason. They may get angry at situations that other people wouldn't even respond to. It wouldn't be a major issue. And they flare up and, you know, I say they go from zero to a hundred <laughs> in you know, yeah. two minutes, you know, and, or they are constantly angry with their spouse or constantly in a battle with somebody, you know, there's this constant battle. And so in those situations, what we find is there's karmic stories of anger that are showing up in the lineage that are impacting how we're responding to these situations that arise in our lives. And we need to clear those karmic stories. We need to release those karmic stories. We need to help the ancestors forgive whoever may have hurt them and harmed them and, and made them you know, feel like they needed to respond in anger. We need to help them. And by helping them overcome their anger, we actually are helping ourselves. And we're helping all of the current generation. We're helping future generations as well release that anger so that snowball gets melted and it doesn't continue to go from generation to generation to generation to generation. And that's the power of ancestral story clearing and working with clearing that anger from your lineage. And if you're not sure, because maybe you don't know your ancestors, maybe you know your ancestors, but you're not really sure if there's anger, just go and look at historically what may have happened in your homeland. Because usually somewhere along there, you'll find that there was something in your homeland that took place that created some type of anger. Now, whether or not it's something that is so intense that it's impacting you now, you may or may not know. But most of the time, if there was some historical event, it's definitely showing up in our lives right now. Wow, interesting. Uh, I hadn't even thought about that. You know, when you talked about, you know, a historical event in your homeland country. So I was like, oh, like, and then I'm, then I'm thinking, okay, India, what, what happened? It's like, ah, so much, you know, and the, the partition in the 40s, you know, and before that being um, taken over by the British. I mean, there was a lot of anger right? Lots of frustration, lots of anger, lots of betrayal, lot, lot, lots and lots and lots. Yeah. Yeah. And those things actually impact us. And there's even, there's a, quite a bit of science around that and how people's DNA was actually changed as a result of those horrific events. Mm. And wow. so it's not just me doing it from a spiritual perspective, which yeah. is great too, but there is some scientific evidence that scientists have been able to discover about that saying that, you know, they can look at the genes and, and look at how that has shifted and changed as a result of these traumatic experiences. In fact, I was just, um, I read an article not too long ago about how young children of today who are impacted by violence in their communities or maybe they've had a traumatic event like a school shooting or something like that, mm -hmm. how that has altered their brains. It wow. has actually altered and impacted their brains and it's creating forms of PTSD that we've never seen before. That's and awful. it's setting them up for early onset dementia. Oh my God, that's awful. 
Right, exactly. So yeah. if we, if, if they're experiencing that now and they carry that in their DNA from previous generations, can you imagine what's happening? Now, the good news is, so I don't wanna leave everybody with the bad part of it. <laughs> the good news is, is that the brain definitely can, there's, you can repair that. You can yeah. do work on it, you can repair it. And there's some great, great studies that are out now about even dementia being um, completely reversible. Yeah. So there are some beautiful things out there that, that are out there to help. But the reality is if we're carrying this from generation to generation and, and then experiencing something like that in our own lives, the impact is pretty, pretty deep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No. And that's the thing. It's like all of this can be changed. It can be healed. It can be reversed. So it's not like permanent forever and ever more. And when we start to do the healing work, the clearing work, et cetera, it helps us, it helps our ancestors, but it also helps, helps the, future, the future generations as well as the collective. You know, and I think right now, especially the collective could definitely use some healing around anger. Yeah, and it's interesting that you say that too, because the collective also includes all those living relatives that you don't know. Mm -hmm. because you may have your great grandfather may have come may have had nine siblings right yeah and all of them have offspring and children and have generations and they may have lost contact so you may not even know any of those people but when you do this work it impacts them as well and you may be impacting people globally depending on where you're located and where your homeland is there may be a global impact that you have just by doing this work for yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's Beautiful. the beauty of the, you know, you're, you're healing yourself and you're giving back by doing this work. And I love that part of it. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. It's beautiful. I mean, when we do even a little bit of healing, it transforms not only us and our lives, but whole, all of humanity. It really does make a difference that, you know, every little bit that we do for ourselves also helps everybody else as well. So it's worth it to do the healing work, to do the clearing work. And I know sometimes it can feel like, oh my God, I'm so tired of doing the healing clearing work. It's like, when will it ever end? Well, <laughs> not sure, but. <laughs> we, we are... You know, we're spiritual beings that are in physical bodies. And just as we need to work on our physical bodies on a regular basis, we brush our teeth, we wash our face. We yeah. gotta keep the spirit clean too. Yeah, you know, we absolutely. gotta keep that soul clean. We gotta keep that connection. Just like we wanna keep the connection to the people around us. We have to keep that connection so that we can really evolve spiritually. Yeah. And it, it's ongoing. But if we look at it from more of a fun standpoint and really engage in those things that we enjoy doing that we feel are benefiting us that's where the power is and i know with ancestral story clearing the ancestors will always give different spiritual practices and some of these spiritual practices are really a lot of fun you know i have one client that lives in hawaii and his ancestors are always saying, go to the beach and swim. Well, he surfs, he loves it, right? Of course, absolutely, yeah. He's added a few additional things that he does when he's surfing that have changed the surfing a little bit, but 
that's something that he enjoys. And that's what I love about what the ancestors will often share. They share things that people really enjoy doing. Like one client, she was directed to make this particular soup that her grandmother used to make and then invite some ladies over for, for soup. And when she did that, her entire new business came to be. <laughs> nice. Just from having, doing this soup. Yeah. So she sells her soups and then she tells people to have these soup kitchens and to have these people over and enjoy soup. And now they're even doing it by Zoom where she's sending it out and then she's doing these Zoom meetings yeah. where women actually are talking and sharing beautiful. things that are going on. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that. So it's beautiful. Yeah, so that's what's beautiful about the spiritual practices let's do some things that we enjoy too. So it doesn't feel so heavy. Like Exactly. It's not just about the healing and clearing. It's also about enjoying your life, enjoying your embodiment. That's why you're here, right? So yes. yes, you're yeah. right. I love that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right. So um, we have lots of questions from people in the chat already. I didn't even know, like, you know, we've been, we've been everywhere already, which is, I, I love it, but it's like, okay, let me, let, let me pull back and see where we're at. We're, <laughs> where we're at um do you want to take some questions from people because sure. there's like a ton of them yeah no we can take questions one of the things i love about your show is that we just kind of go wherever we go <laughs> i love it yeah i agree it's fun it's light it's not heavy but we learn so much through this interaction right so i love it um so carrie was asking how did you discern which ancestors you wanted to stay connected with and we always get this type of question right so yeah. it just so Carrie, go ahead and unmute yourself since you raised your hand as well. If you want to unmute yourself, you can. Hi, good afternoon. Hi. Hi, how are you? Thank you, I'm kind of under the weather. I'm in my bathroom. So thank you for being here today. I, I can barely hear you. Is that just me or, or money? Can you hear her? Barely, barely. I just turned my sound up. Try again, Carrie actually have you ladies on a speaker let me try to disconnect that ah okay maybe that's why yeah, that's yeah that'll probably work we'll find out in a second okay is that oh, any perfect. better oh, much much better thank you good good um the question that i, I was going to ask is um if i have been dealing with illnesses like for years and so forth and I'm wondering how much of that is transmitted through ancestors as well. It can very well be transmitted through ancestors. If you have ancestors that had chronic illness and it may not even be the exact same illness that you are experiencing, but it could be. But if there was chronic illness in your lineage that absolutely can impact your health now. And if you had an ancestor, let's say, that had asthma and that ancestor just, there was some emotional things that came along with it. Maybe they weren't able to work. Maybe they weren't recognized or supported. Maybe it was considered a disability in their time. If that happened, then there's some emotional things that took place too. There may have been some abandonment that took place, some betrayal that took place some anger that took place. So all of those things carry with the illness as well. And it may not be that the illness shows up in the current generation as asthma, 
but it may show up as some other form of breathing or lung problems. And when we go back and we clear the ancestral stories that may be contributing to the illness, oftentimes there'll be a shift in the illness. Now, I'm not going to say that, you know, it always clears 100%, but what I have seen in, in many of the cases, in most of the cases, people at the very least get better. They feel better. They're able to manage whatever the illness is better. And then in some cases it has been completely reversed. So it just really kind of depends on what the situation is. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Awesome, thank you, Carrie, feel better. Thank you. Um, all right, so we're gonna go to, uh, Gina had asked a question in the chat. Do you suggest that we all make an ancestor altar and how do we choose who to put on it? Yes, I, I suggest you make an ancestor altar. And here's the thing with the ancestor altar. You can make it huge. Like I have a girlfriend, her entire corner of her living room is her ancestor altar. It's a very huge, beautiful altar. Mm -hmm. And that's how she chooses to have her altar. And then I know people who are without a home who are living from place to place that have an altar in a box and they carry their altar in the box. Mm -hmm. And so you can have your altar any way you want. It can be big, small. I have altars throughout my home. So I have many altars throughout my home in my office. As I said, I have two. And then there's one in the living room. There's one in my bedroom. So there's altars throughout my home that are smaller altars. And I, I like it that way. The way you want to choose the ancestors to include on your altar is you first want to include the ancestors that you had a positive relationship with. And so if you didn't have a positive relationship with your grandmother, then you probably don't want to put her on the altar just yet. You want to bring in those ancestors that you feel that you had a connection with and there was some positivity that you experienced with them. These ancestors can be blood ancestors but if you're adopted, they can also be your ancestors from your adopted family. And you can include those. The other ancestors that you can include are historical ancestors, ancestors in history that inspired you. And I've told this story before, I have a client who really is inspired by Harriet Tubman. And she has a, Harriet Tubman had a handicap or a disability um, in, in this, this client of mine refers to it as a handicap that enabled her to do something different. Mm -hmm. That's what she always says. Nice. And this particular client has the same thing. She has um, blindness. And so she has always included Harriet Tubman. And she said, Harriet Tubman is her eyes. Mm -hmm. They're her eyes to see beyond what she could ever imagine. And she really um, loves the strength of what Harriet Tubman did. So for those who don't know who Harriet Tubman is, because you may be from other parts, she helped slaves, enslaved people escape slavery. Mm -hmm. And so she, she created this amazing system for helping people leave the South and come to the North to escape slavery. And my client likes to do the same thing, help people leave traumatic situations and move into a more beautiful environment. And so she includes Harriet Tubman. 
look at the people in history. If you want to write a book, is there somebody who's written a book that really inspires you that may not be alive now? You can add their picture or their name to your altar. If there's someone who has done something that you really love and enjoy, then you add it to the altar. If, if you want to put even Jesus on the altar, Jesus is an ancestor too, add Jesus to the altar. Whatever you want to put on your altar in terms of people who inspire you, put them on your altar. But one of the things you don't want to do is put um, living ancestors, I'm not ancestors, excuse me, living people on your altar. You're only putting those who are now in the spirit world on your altar mm -hmm. and putting that on the altar. So yeah, that's a, that's a start. Yeah. Good. Awesome. Thank you. Good question, Gina. I think it was Gina that asked the question. <laughs> uh, where, where was, hold on. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, where am I? So RD, we'll go to RD has her, Diane has her hand raised. Do you want to unmute yourself, Diane? Hi. 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 Um, well, I was just wondering um, if there's anything you can tell me um, uh, about my ancestral sort of heritage, if that's, or how you go about helping people to think about that. Yeah. Okay. So what I normally do is connect with one of the ancestors that may want to support you around a particular karmic story. So let's just kind of see what your ancestors have to say about anger. So you have a grandmother on your father's side, mm -hmm. four generations back, mm. who is carrying anger because her husband mm -hmm. was a womanizer. Uh-oh. <laughs> Right? So she carries, she has a great deal of anger with him. But what's interesting is they stayed together. They stayed mm -hmm. together until he, he died. And after that, she felt a, a lot of freedom, but a lot of guilt. She was dealing with guilt. She was dealing with anger. She was dealing with betrayal. And all of those experiences really um, created this deep anger inside of her. And she died, unfortunately, an angry woman, but not as angry as she would have been had he died first. I mean, had she died first, right? Mm -hmm. So she did have some recovery that took place. Mm -hmm. And what she is saying for you is, to take a look at the relationships around you that seem to be creating some sort of maybe chaos or anger or some kind of an experience that you're not, that isn't resonating with you. Take a look at those relationships and identify where you may need to offer energetic forgiveness. You may not be ready to actually forgive people by you know, walking up to them and offering forgiveness. You can, but if you're not, then you can energetically forgive them by just saying some words of forgiveness and sending it out to that person or writing a note and putting it on your altar 
to that person. And I sometimes tell people, create a forgiveness box. Put a forgiveness box on your altar and write on there the people that you forgive and put it into the box. Doesn't mean you don't remember the situation, but it does mean that you release the situation so it isn't holding on to you anymore. And she's saying that there are a few people that that would be a really great way for you to release the anger. She's also wanting me to let you know that she liked the color purple. So if you wanna add purple to your altar, that would be a way of calling her in. And she also liked um, oranges and chocolate. <laughs> so she said, if you wanna add those to your altar to invite her in to help you release any of this, that it would be very helpful for you. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Diane. Um, okay, we're going to go to, um, I know Phyllis had a question a while ago and it was about, why is one person from the family reactive with anger and the rest are not? So there may be, you, I'm assuming you mean that like one, per, one living person in the family is having issues with anger and the other people in the family are not. It sometimes impacts people differently. You know, there may be other situations that are going on. Maybe they're carrying more of the DNA from anger than other parts of your family. It could be that there's some other issues that are going on there. There could be if that person has experienced, let's say they've experienced a betrayal, or maybe they've experienced, um, uh -huh. so maybe they've experienced betrayal, maybe they've experienced abandonment, maybe they've experienced some type of abuse. If they've had other experiences, those other experiences that maybe another family member hasn't had those experiences will impact how anger is showing up for them as well. So it's really taking a look at the whole person and what their life experiences are and how they handle things. Could be even how they were treated as children. Doesn't necessarily mean that the parents were bad parents, but that child may have felt maybe they were treated a little bit different than the rest of the family or they weren't loved as much. There could be some anger that comes from there. We're all living, you know, different um, stories of our own, and those stories impact how these karmic stories from our ancestors show up in our lives. Awesome, thank you. So hopefully that makes sense to you, Phyllis. Okay, if not, let us know. Um, we're going to go to Odile. Odile, can you unmute yourself? I, I can't unmute you. There you go. Hello. Yes, I am. Hi. <laughs> Hi, ladies. I realized when I was about 20 that I was angry. Well, somebody made me realize that, but I didn't know why. So I guess I must have carried anger, not knowing why. And I would like to know why. So I might be able to get just a little bit of information in. And so what we're doing here now is not the full ancestral story clearing. I'm giving you just a little bit of information, but the actual clearing of that story takes a little more work. 
but let's see if we get anything from one of your ancestors. So your father's father's side, third generation, there was an aunt who, who never got married. She was considered the unattractive aunt. And when the family was working to get the other daughters married off, they didn't think that she would be one that anyone would want to marry. And she was always treated very different. She was never seen. She was extremely intelligent and she got some respect because of that. But by and large, she would just wasn't treated like the rest of the family members were, like her other sisters were. And this created a great deal of anger for her. And then she entered into a relationship with a man who also didn't see her beauty, but basically just was there with her, but didn't really see who she was, you know, deep on the inside. And this created a great deal of anger and sadness for her throughout her life. And so she is one of the ancestors that you can absolutely connect with. She, someone on your family lineage has done some healing work around anger and has done some healing work with her. So now she's more of a, what we call an elevated ancestor, higher being who can come and actually support you and work with you and help you with your anger. And she's actually pointing you towards more of a forgiveness of yourself for maybe how you have responded to situations. She's saying, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for maybe what you've said or what you've done that may have created conflict. Forgive yourself. And for the next four weeks, that should really be a part of your practice is forgiving yourself for anything, making a list of things that you may have done in your life that you're not proud of and start to forgive yourself. Beautiful. How's that, Odile? Oh yeah, extraordinary. I will work on that. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're awesome. Welcome. Thank you, Odile. That was awesome. And I just have to say, <laughs> I just have to say, um, Dr. Monique, when you were just saying all that, it's like, um, you're talking about me, about how I grew up, you know? And it's like, oh my God, it's like, like it was like, a message was straight for me. It's like, that's exactly how I was, you know? And I, I find it funny now, you know, because I, I actually think I'm quite be beautiful now, pretty um, beautiful, whatever. When you said that, I'm like, what? <laughs> You're gorgeous. I know, right? I do think I look much better now than I than I did when I was younger. But but the thing is, in my family, I was the ugly duckling. Like I was the one that was not pretty, and I was told almost to my face by people that I was ugly. You know, it was ridiculous. But anyways, and so my first my first husband, he uh, he also didn't see me at all, right? 
my second husband didn't either, but that's a different story. But the first one for sure, right? So it's like when you were saying all that, it's like, oh my God, <laughs> she's talking to me. She's talking about me. So I, I don't I know that I definitely have to also do a little bit of forgiveness work on myself, you know, for how I might have reacted to myself at that time. But it's like, it's like, wow. But yeah, I mean, like, I know that I look way better now. <laughs> than I did when I was younger. <laughs> I know I do. Well, you know? of course, you're glowing now. I mean, you know, all this beautiful work that you're doing and offering into the world. I mean, how can you not show yeah. up beautiful? But I can't even imagine there being a difference. I mean, oh my God. Yeah. You know, and then that's the thing. It's like how I am now compared to how I was then it's like oh my god night and day it's like I'm a totally different person and I really am a totally different person you know like so much has changed you know in my life etc that I am a totally different person than I was back then it's just it's just funny it's like hilarious you know I can laugh about it now but whew, at the time it was like not pleasant you know I have to say um <laughs> and that's why I was like yeah totally all right Lori <laughs> Do you want to unmute yourself? I just find it funny now. Just, just you know, it's like, yeah. who was that person? You know, it's okay. Go ahead, Lori. What's your question? Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, mine's kind of uh, twofold, sort of. Um, I've been working on my anger for the past couple of months that's been coming up out of the blue. And I just kind of realized just a minute ago, actually thinking about it, that maybe I'm somehow getting it from my mother who she's not dead, she's still alive, she's 86, but she's been angry her entire life. And I cut her out of my life about six years ago because of it, I couldn't deal with it anymore. And I've just within the last two months started talking to her again. So I'm wondering if somehow being empathic, I'm like absorbing hers inadvertently. I mean, just through the phone talking to her. And if it's coming from ancestors, I don't know. I just wondered what you guys, girls, thought about that. So first thing that came up for me is that there, is, there are a number of women in your mother's lineage for several generations who were angry women. And it's gotten to the point where it's at your mom. And you have an aunt four or five generations back who has always been with you and is wanting to support you with not continuing that anger on in your life or in the lives of any of the living family members and future family members. And you're sort of being called as the family healer to release this anger. So it's definitely something to do some work around. Now, when it comes to your mom, you absolutely can be carrying it because, you know, it passes from generation to generation. And then of course your mom, if she was angry, then you may have experienced that in your home and that creates some challenges too. One of the things that I would do with you and work with you on is creating this spiritual shield that doesn't allow her anger to penetrate into you. And that would be extremely important for you 
as you're moving forward and you are communicating with her, because I'm getting a sense from your aunt that she wants you to continue the communication with your mom, that it's important for when your mom's soul decides to leave this planet, that you have had that communication. And so yeah. it's important to keep that communication open, but you don't have to keep it open in a way that continues to impact you, your health, your wellness, and your joy. There are different ways that you can prevent that. And one of the things that you can do immediately is just visualize a beautiful like cotton candy pink, very light baby pink energy flowing into her heart to calm her before you actually have a conversation with her. And okay. just offering that energy. She doesn't have, you know, of course, her soul doesn't have to receive it, but you can offer this pink light to calm her during the conversation and during the time that you're actually meeting with her. Another one may be to bring some crystals into it that can absorb the angry energy instead of you absorbing the angry energy from your mom. You may have to do a little bit of extra cleansing for yourself, like maybe taking a salt bath, a sea salt bath, different things like that. But your aunt is really encouraging you to continue to have some form of engagement with your mother, but not on a level that creates additional anger in your life. Right. I've been trying to work on that to do healing for both of us and for the family lineage so that it doesn't continue past me. Luckily, right. I don't have any children, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't but know. If anyone else in your family does. I mean, even if it's, you know, if your mom had siblings and they have kids, even there. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Thank Embrace you this on, you know, bring this on into your, your life and what, and ask her to come in and help you as you are working at releasing this anger, because she really wants to help you. And she's been by your side quite frequently. Her in your dreams is one of the places that she likes to communicate with you. So you can actually ask a question before you go to sleep and just go to sleep. So she connects. My grandmother, because I do I get communications like that from my grandmother, my mother's mother, all the time through dreams. I always feel her with me. Nice. So I'm wondering if it's her relative. I wish I knew a name <laughs> to ask for her. Yeah, that sometimes it takes a little bit more for me to, to be able to get names, and then sometimes they don't want to reveal names. Yeah. So just, just, just go with it. We'll say just give a name. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Give her a name. Call okay. her whatever you want. At you know, call her Betty, Betsy, whatever, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay. Thank you very much. Awesome. You're welcome. Thank you, Lori. And the thing is, you know, Dr. Monique, when you were talking about, you know, sending that pink energy to her mom, we all can do that with anybody that we are um, you know, having a, a difficult time communicating with or, you know, etc. We can all do that. So that process that, that Dr. Monique gave, gave to Lori, we can all use that ourselves as well. Okay. So just remember that. And you can use it on yourself. Ah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So when you're feeling, you know, you can just surround your heart with this light pink energy and ask that you be calm. And, and remembering that when you're offering it, you're offering it to the other person which means they have the option of receiving it. 
And when I say offering, it doesn't mean you have to go up and say, I'm offering you pink energy. <laughs> take it. Yeah, take it. Why don't you take it? I'm offering it to you. Receive. Yeah. <laughs> you're basically, as you're projecting it, you say, I'm offering this pink energy to X, Y, Z. And if their soul is ready to receive it, it'll be fine. It'll be received. In most cases, it will be received. But definitely remembering to use it on yourself as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. All right, RB standing there. Hello. Yay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> well, I look a mess. <laughs> oh, you look great. No worries. Well, anger is definitely a big topic for me. I've had lots and lots and lots of it. And I was uh, <clears throat> severely abused in childhood. And my, my, uh, I, I was exposed to satanic ritual abuse. And I, I have memories of my father being there. I have memories of my mother being there. Um, but I just want to know, like, um, whatever it is that they want me to know <laughs> that could help me with my life's purpose and um, with just finding more peace in my life. Whew. So as you were saying that, um, you had two grandmothers that came through that were these powerful healers, powerful, powerful women healers that use their healing for good. It wasn't something negative or bad. They really used their healing um, work for a very positive, um, just a real, I mean, they keep saying it was positive, it was positive. And somewhere along the lineage, there, were, there was some anger that creeped in and some of that energy that was taught, some of those skills, those tools that were taught to these ancestors, these healing ancestors, these women, some of that information that was passed down was starting to be shifted into a more negative experience. And that's kind of what was happening with these ancestors that were or these family members that were doing, you know, taking the dark side of this beautiful energy work that your ancestors, these women were doing. So there's- the, On the Native American side? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. My dad was Native. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were, they were definitely on the Native American side. But what I can tell you is tapping into that side of your family and really tapping into the ancestral, um, the ancestors and on that side of your family, you are going to have some really beautiful awakening experiences. And one of them is telling me, if you don't know it already, you're a healer. I am a healer. <laughs> That's okay. what I do. <laughs> oh. So knowing and I think that, I've been resisting it. I've been resisting it. I think I've been like kind of hiding myself, you know, like not yeah. wanting to tell my story and not wanting to be out there too much, but um, they I are, know. They come out of hiding. We are supporting you. We are loving you. You are the light side, the beautiful side of this healing work. And by you coming forward, you will erase, shift, change, anything that was satanic or 
um, of a darkness, you will shift it. Oh, you have to, you definitely 2021, you, you will be at a point that if you don't come out, you're going to be pushed to come out. I think I'm already there. I'm getting <laughs> so much. Um, I feel like all these hands behind me, like pushing me up and out. <laughs> they are supporting you. They really are. They are around you. And if you want to do more work with it, I'd love to work with you to bring them forward. And they have a particular healing modality that will be of your own that you'll be doing. And I'd love to work with you to support you with that. Do you know that you're the fourth psychic person to tell me I'm going to create my own healing modality? <laughs> wow. and I kind of have already but I, I I have very much sensed that what I'm doing now is not going to be what I'm going to be doing you know in the future um, oh Carrie I live in New Mexico my dad was from um, Alaska though southeastern Alaska yeah hmm. you, you're what you're doing is a it's a building block I mean, and I'm sure Alara will say the same thing. There were things that you were doing 10 years ago that you probably are not doing now either in your Absolutely. business. Yeah, yeah, totally different now. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm sure that any of those pieces, you've been able to get something from them that brought you where you are now. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what you're experiencing. Yeah, we're always evolving, <laughs> right? We're always growing and evolving. So it's, it's, it's just like little, little, um, what steps you know you, like you take the little steps and you keep growing evolving some more and you take another step and you know you learn more and, and you integrate everything into what you're doing and you know one healing modality like whatever you're going to create is not going to be the end all be all you're going to add to it probably most likely that's what we do yeah, yeah. and some of us have come way far because i was an engineer <laughs> i was a I construction was manager <laughs> And I used to I was, work uh, in the government. I used to be a project, uh, like a project manager in the government, right? So I was like, and I was a chemist, oh a my chemist goodness. that that went to medical school. Yeah, see. <laughs> and now I'm talking to ancestors. You're talking to, to guides, and I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. We're, we're, we're all doing different things, you know. But you know, we start off in one spot, and then we take one step, and we do something different and then we take another step and we add more to our toolbox it's all you know adding tools to our toolbox so that we can assist and serve absolutely yeah so good i'm looking forward to that's hearing so exciting about it. thank you yeah awesome. thank you. i have so much love for you all uh thank you so much we love you too and we, and we look forward to seeing what what transpires yes okay so yeah thank you step, step out no more hiding there's no there's no point <laughs> You I can feel support. the love of this whole community, you know, it's just, oh, it feels good. so good. Good. Awesome. Good. Thank yay. you. Thank you. Oh, my All name's right. Rebecca, by the way. I, thank Rebecca you, Rebecca, because yeah. I, I know, I know like one other time you had come on and then it's like, oh, I forgot her name, R.B. Stanningberg, and then you were gone, but it's like, oh, I can't remember her name today, you know, and it's like, thank you, Rebecca. Rebecca Baines. <laughs> thank you. Awesome. Thank, thank you. Rebecca. <laughs> All right, we are going to go to Destiny. Destiny, I didn't quite understand your question in the chat, so I'm glad you have your hand raised. You want to unmute yourself? Hey, yep. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. Go ahead. My question is, 
I am, uh, well, here, let me see. Let me see if I can put my camera on. I don't know what I look like, so <laughs> kind of nervous, but it's okay. Um, Beautiful. Native American, too. Um, uh, I'm going through a breakup with my boyfriend, and we've been together for, like, 30 years, and I'm, like, feeling a lot of a deep sadness. Like, I'm really in a lot of grief. But there's something behind there. There is, there's more. It's almost like one of my ancestors or somebody else is grieving the same type of heartache or something because it feels like way more than me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if there is a, and it's a woman, I can tell that it's a woman that's um, dealing with heartache. And I'm wondering if we can help her that which may help ease me a little bit. Okay, so being Native, obviously, there is going to be generations of grief that are in your family. Loss of land, loss of life, loss of culture, loss of tradition and ritual. All of those losses create an intense grief. And so some of the grief that you're experiencing is absolutely coming from the historical grief that has taken place in your lineage. Uh, as for, there is, there was an elder woman in, in your lineage who witnessed severe atrocities and she survived all of them and she really worked really hard to um to be okay you know to be to have joy to be happy what is interesting with her is that she's an observer and as she is observing the things that were happening she took all of it in. She, I mean, it, 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 she carried it. Well, she's observing the current living family members now too. And she's absorbing all of that and taking it in. And so definitely doing some work around helping her release the need to take all of this in would be important but also for you to just say to her, I'm going to be okay. You don't have to take all of this on, but I could use your guidance through it. And the strength that she yeah. had to have joy in her life again, after watching all of these things, is the strength that you want to embrace and invite to support you as well. Yeah, that's really nice. Thank you. And that's a trip because I actually feel that. I feel like I'm like, like I'm sensing all of the stuff that she's seen and I'm not understanding what it is. So thank you for that. I'm going to actually do a prayer for her in just a minute. Yeah. Thank Wonderful. you. Yeah, definitely thank do that. Connect with her. Awesome. Thank you, Destiny. Thank you. Thank you, Alara. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Glad you're here. Um, all right, we're going to take a moment. 
take a moment and talk a little bit about the uh, the packages, Dr. Monique. So sure. for those of you who are on the live page, you can just click on special offer. Those of you who are not, you can go to alara.at forward slash show forward slash Monique 11. I will put the link in the chat here, make it a little bit more easy. <laughs> One second here. All right, so there are two packages, right? Yes, there's two packages. I really in, wanna invite you to come and work with me. I have a school called the Ancestor Wisdom School and every month we have two group healing sessions. You've received just a little tiny bit of what takes place in those group healings. And what I do is I give everyone an opportunity to ask a question similar to what has happened here. And then I do a deeper, more in-depth um, connection with your ancestor. In this case, we'll be focusing on anger. I'll do a deeper connection with your ancestor around anger so that we can begin to release the anger and then ask them what spiritual practices could you put in place now that will help you release the anger and embrace joy and have more joy in your life. And your ancestors will come through and provide me with information. And then we do a very special clearing meditation to clear out grief. So you'll have an opportunity to do that. Like I said, there's two sessions. And then forgiveness, I've mentioned quite a bit that forgiveness is really important. And we'll do a forgiveness and healing prayer that will help you with forgiving those who may have hurt you for helping the ancestors forgive those who may have hurt them. So that will be another way that you'll be able to release anger. And then we also have a private Facebook group where I pop in and I'll do videos from time to time. I will answer questions. I give you some information that, you know, about the karmic story that we're working on. And like I said, in November, we're working on anger and we'll be releasing anger. So you'll be able to participate fully in the Ancestor Wisdom School, these two group healings. I stay on the line until everyone has had an opportunity to ask their question. And so you have, you'll have it. And the, the real benefit of that group piece, and Alara pointed that out a few times, is anything that is shared with one person, you can actually use for yourself as well. And that's the beauty of this. You'll learn a number of spiritual practices that uh, are shared by the ancestors and you can utilize any of those, including the ones that your ancestors specifically share with you. And so that is package A. It's a one month membership, two sessions with me, the uh, clearing meditation, anger clearing med meditation, and the forgiveness and healing prayer all of those are included in that package. And so that package is $125, regular value $225. And I would love to have you come and join us. All of those sessions are at 10 a.m. Pacific time and 1 p.m. Eastern time, November 17th and November 24th. If you cannot attend, you also have the option of sending your question in in advance. I do the healing work and work with your ancestors, you can go back and listen to the call. And when you go back and listen to the call, it's as if you were in that live session and it will always be available for you to go back and listen to it anytime. So that's package A. 
Package B includes everything in package A. And one, you can select one of the nine karmic stories and we'll do an advanced story clearing. So if you decide anger is still one that you wanna do a more advanced clearing on, we'll do an advanced clearing on anger. But you also can select from any of the nine karmic stories that may be impacting you. And we'll really do an intense clearing and connection with the ancestors. You'll receive a recording of the session. The session is 45 minutes. You will absolutely have a wealth of information that will come from one or more ancestors. Similar to what we did today, but a far more in-depth, we actually do the healing right there at the moment. We do forgiveness right there in the moment if we need to, energy clearing, whatever the ancestors are guiding me to do to support you with clearing that karmic story from your lineage, we will do it. And you'll get even more spiritual practices to do around that particular karmic story that you select. In addition to that, I'll do a customized clearing meditation and forgiveness prayer based on the karmic story that you selected. At the end of your session, we will do that meditation and then you'll be able to listen to that meditation as frequently as you want. You'll be able to download it and it'll be all yours to use how, how often, however often you need or want to use it. I find that some people will do those meditations for a number of weeks and then they may not do anything with it and then something comes up and they'll go back to it a year later. That's the beauty of you being able to keep it. So that's package B, includes A, includes the session, includes a, a specialized, customized meditation and forgiveness prayer for you. And that package is $225, regular $345. And I invite you to come and work with me. Let's clear these karmic stories. And for those of you who are family healers, you may not know it yet, that will come out during the session, then this would be a great opportunity for you to start that healing, not only for yourself, for your current family and future generations. And so, yeah, I would love to work with you. Beautiful, thank you. So I have a quick question about package B. So like, you know, you, you said that you will, or we together will work on one, one um, karma clearing pattern, right? What if we don't know what that is? Can you, you know, like I, I'll give you the story then, and then, then you'll say which one it is and then you'll work with the ancestors to do the work? Sure, for some people, you'll know automatically. In fact, I'll share them with you. I always have to write them down because I'll forget them. Abuse, abandonment, addiction, anger, betrayal, poverty, violence, grief, and shame. And for some people, illness will come up. So we can actually add that one in there too. But usually illness is related to any of the ones that I just named. You may automatically know, oh, this is the one I need to work on. Or you can come to the session and we will ask the ancestors, what is the karmic story that would that you most need to clear right now in order for you to embrace joy, in order for you to live your purpose more fully, in order for you to, I mean, if, if you're wanting to be in a relationship or you want to improve your relationship, which karmic story would be the, the one that you need to work on the most? Mm -hmm. So it, you have, we have two ways of looking at it. Beautiful. Perfect, thank you. And Lori's asking, is this on Zoom or do you use other methods? Um, so the, the calls uh, are on Instant Teleseminar, right? 
Yes, the calls are an instant teleseminar. And let me tell you why that is. I put out a message one time to the community about doing Zoom and people sort of felt more comfortable not having their faces shown. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I said, okay, yeah. if that's what you want, then that's what we would do. So yeah, so we do instant teleseminar. What about the personal session? Is that on Zoom or is that on instant teleseminar as well? It's on instant teleseminar, but we have an option of doing Zoom. So for that one, it's an option. If a person wants to do Zoom, we'll do Zoom or we'll do instant teleseminar. We'll do Perfect. Good, thank you. Yeah, I used, to, I used to do instant cell seminar, but I don't anymore now. Um, all right, so those two packages are available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Monique 11. Um, so please do take a take a look at those, register quickly, like, like, like Monique was saying, the first uh, session call is on November 17th, but even if you miss it, you can always send in your question beforehand of whatever it is that you've got going on and then she'll address it during the call right and there's of course there's always replays right okay. so um so please do take a look at that so awesome thank you thank you thank you good thank you. so we're going to take a few more questions bianca has her hand raised go ahead bianca <laughs> Thank you. I just wanted to clear. Uh, I wanted to see if, if it was still anger issue. I've been clearing anger for like the last year or more uh, about a situation I have at work and it's coming to an end and I'm going to leave, but I want to like I'm getting stuck in a limbo that I don't want to be stuck with because I want to start something new. So any ancestral clearing on anger and that. First of all, what I'm getting is that this new that you are wanting to start is more in alignment with your purpose. And that that will help to release some of the anger that you may have, that you're carrying, because you will now be doing something that's more along the lines of what you came here to do. So what is that, Monique? That she came here to do? Yeah. Ooh, that's always a hard one. Um, I just, if there's any little insight that you're getting. Because Alara knows me well. <laughs> I do. <laughs> there's something around you having some kind of gifts that that you're not sharing. There's something around um, creativity, artistic something. Yeah. And I don't know if it's artistic as in being an artist, a musician. Yeah. Um, it could be something around healing arts, but there's something around creativity and you're not fully expressing your creativity in the work that you're doing. Okay. No, it's not creative work. It's government work. So it's not creative. So we just all. had a session right before this call and I was pushing her to choose. Yeah. And it's <laughs> funny because, yeah, to choose what I, I you know, what I'm going to do, what I want to do. And the funny part is I was like, oh, I'm just going to do a few things and I'll see if I get on the call. And then my shoulder got all heavy and I'm, I know that means you have to go get on the call. I, I was like getting in that meditation Kind of feeling them like okay i need to assist at this call just need that confirmation okay so 
this new job is not something that's going to allow you to be creative or will you be able to be creative? Well, there's not, there's not a new job. I just, I need to, to find a new path. That's basically it. This oh, well, whole you, job is coming to have something new coming. Okay. I thought you were going into a new job. Um, no. Yeah. There's something new coming for you. Okay. Yeah. And it'll give you an opportunity to be more creative. So here's what I would encourage you to do. Start doing things that, uh, that allow you to express your creativity. I don't know if it's knitting at night, if it's coloring in a coloring book, if it's remodeling your living room or rearranging your living room, something that starts to bring in this creativity for you. Because what your ancestors are sharing with me is that you are a creative person, but you're not bringing it that's true. The last few years I've been tapering it down and, and the last few years, the last almost 15. Uh, but I do do a lot of uh, creative work and arts and, 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 but I've never thought I could live from it. Okay. Even if you don't choose to live from it, it is a part of what you can do as your spiritual practice to help you to have more ease and less anger and stress in the work environment that you're in. Okay. Yeah, you are one that definitely needs to be creating. And as you're creating, creative ideas will come up, but there's something around you bringing that creativity into your work. I, I don't know if it's necessarily you're like completely quitting your job and becoming an artist, but there's some opportunity within the work that you do to express this creativity more. And you may be creating a program or there's an idea that you create. There's something that you're creating that becomes an asset for wherever you are working. Oh, okay. I, th I thought I was pretty much done with that work environment. Could uh, be. It could yeah. be that you're done with it and it's time to move yeah. on to another environment. Oh, and I start doing some you know, healing practice and things like that. So I was wondering where I was going with that. You could very well, I mean, you can channel that creativity into anything. I think the, the step, the first step for you is getting back into that creative energy. Okay. Making sure that you're in that creative energy. And then as you're in that creative energy, the ideas will begin to flow. And I think that Alara will be able to kind of guide you and direct you once you. you're in that energy even more. So you it's gonna have, open up things. Yeah, you have an ancestor on your father's side, father's father's side, um, female ancestor, grandmother energy, who was also very, very creative and so she's actually encouraging you to do something every day that requires you to be involved with color. Okay. And that the more involved you are with something that involves colors, and, and she's kind of saying like bright colors, he paints. Yeah, many. I paint. I paint watercolors. So and all the stuff behind her is for painting. 
See, there we go. Okay. <laughs> Let's get started. But she's still feeling stuck, right? Now because she's painting, yeah. but she's still feeling stuck because her mind, you know, sorry, Bianca, I'm just like that's okay, squirrely brain. Yeah, her, <laughs> she gets distracted, but she but you know, her logical mind tries to get in the way, and the pressures from her husband gets in the way, and there's like just choose one thing, and then yeah. you know, at, stuff will start to flow but you if you're not choosing one path you're not you're going to be you know you can't have one foot in one and one foot in the other it doesn't work <clears throat> no yeah. no definitely definitely choosing one and knowing that you have an ancestral team that will support you with your creativity when you are working with these colors ask them for divine guidance okay what to create yes Okay. what is because uh, that often stops me about not having a subject so that sounds just just begin to do whatever i mean whatever flows really for you at this point not looking at what the end product is but yeah. whatever the inspiration in that moment is if the inspiration in that moment is to pick up a brush and hit your canvas with pink then Use that pink and hit that canvas and then decide what the next one is, but not necessarily completely focusing on, oh, it has to be this end. And I think that's, that's what's happening is that that's kind of a linear way of doing things. That's not the artist's way. Yeah, and as an engineer, I get that, right? Yeah, yeah, that's more of a mental way, not a creative way at all, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, I get that, yeah. Control, that's more of a control way as well. I have a few issues with that. But that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We're working with the best person to help you work through this. So I think you'll see some beautiful stuff coming out of it. Thank but, you. But I'm, I'm very pushy. It's like, you got to choose enough of this yeah. in one, you know, one foot here, one foot there, you know, anyway, we'll talk about that again later. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Awesome. awesome. Thank Bye. you, Bianca. All right. So there's a question from Renetta and I don't know if you can tap into Renetta's energy. Um, but she's, you know, she's been studying many things, but she can't, she can't figure out what to focus on. She's feeling, you know, like stuck and not, not having clarity on what she would like, um, to do to move forward. And it's like, you know, I don't know what else to ask about that, but if there's anything you can get, she wants to live and be vibrant and live with purpose. Okay. The first practice that I got for you is to create an altar that is a reflection of the different things that you want to do. Meaning if there's someone that has done what you want to do, if there's an ancestor in your own family or an ancestor, you know, historically that has done what you want to do, then you want to create this altar of these ancestors. And then you wanna take on a sheet of paper and for some reason they're saying a round circle and on a round circle, you put one of the things that you wanna do and you line those up in round circles on your altar side by side. And you ask the ancestors, which of these or which one or which ones are part of my next path. 
and then sit with that for a moment and then take them and create a surrender box. And basically what a surrender box is, is it's a box that you are willing to surrender whatever you need to surrender to that box and you're surrendering to the ancestors, to your guides to receive information. Take those circles and put them into the box and then walk away from it. The next day you wanna do the same thing, add a candle, light a candle, put them out, ask for support, ask for guidance, and now read each one and see if there's one that just, now you're like, okay, that one doesn't quite resonate with me and remove it. And do this practice until you come to a point where you have the answers that you're seeking. That's brilliant. And that's for everybody. It's not just for Renetta. It's for everybody because we all have lots of things that we like to do, right? And so, so for some of us, we might be, you know, can't choose, <laughs> right? Because there's so many things we'd like to do. Um, so that's brilliant. So hopefully you understood that, Renetta. If not, go back and watch or listen. Ask Bianca. She'll also explain it to you as well a little bit. And Bianca, this is a great exercise also for you to do as well. I know you're taking notes. Right. Um, but, but yeah, that was that was that, that was that was awesome. And, you know, this is about, you know, energy, right? Energy, but also at the same time, you know, connecting with your ancestors about what's right for you. Right. right. This is all about you. It's not about anybody else. Uh, let, let me tell you, let me tell you again. It's all about you. So what's right for you? What do you like? What brings you joy? And then the ancestors are going to, uh, I guess, they help with the surrendering part. Is that right, Monique? They do. Yes, yeah. they help. You're surrendering it to them to help you and to guide you and to provide you with their wisdom. Yeah. And also, you know, I work with spirit guides as well. Anything that you're surrendering to the ancestors, you can surrender your, to your spirit guides and the angels and any other spiritual being that you work with, whether it's, you know, God, creator, universe, um, you know, dragon energy, whatever, mm -hmm. fairies, whatever it is that you work with, you can surrender into that box. And when you surrender it, what you're saying is, I'm no longer going to worry about it or let it control me. I'm going to be in the receiving mode. So you put it in the box and you enter into receiving mode when you put it into the box. And what that means is you're open to receiving whatever the messages are that you need to receive. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness, that's something I should do too. <laughs> it's like sometimes I have a squirrely mind as well. You know, it's like I have so many things going on. It's like, ah, but you know what? That that it's about receiving. It's about getting out of your head, you know, and it's about, you know, letting go of control and trying to figure out, right? Because right. you, you know, I, I, you know, I love you, but I'll just say this anyway. You know, I love you. And I know you're trying to figure it out from your mind, from your head. And when it comes to your path, when it comes to your purpose, when it comes to your journey, it's not about the mind. It's about the heart. Okay. Follow your heart. Yes. So and I noticed that she asked a question of, are they going to support? Absolutely. You'll get the support. And I like how she puts after we figure it out. I just finished saying it's not about figuring it out. <laughs> When you are in alignment with what your soul is here to do, 
the entire universe, the entire spirit yeah. world, everything lines up to support you with that. Oh my God, I just got chills when you said that and I'm sweating at the same time. So I got chills and sweating at the same time. And what that means is <clears throat> when you're coming from your heart space, not from your head, but from your heart space, you know, from your soul centered space and following that, that knowing that guidance, that wisdom, that the whole universe is working with you. They're support, the whole universe is supporting you, but you have to come from here, not from here. Okay, please get that. Come from here. It will okay? never, yeah, it will never come from up here. I mean, I remember when I was leaving corporate America and trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I was constantly here. Yeah. And I was constantly, you know, looking, you know, searching. And it wasn't until I went within and I sat with myself and I connected with my guides. That's when the real truth came through. And Absolutely. And, you know, all you have to do, I mean, sorry, Dr. Monique, but it's like, yes, connect to your guides, your ancestors, your team. But connect to yourself, your soul, who you are at the soul level. That's what I do. Yes, my, my, you know, my entire team is here to support me, but me, my higher self, my soul is also supporting me first and foremost. And Absolutely. that's what I follow. I try to follow. <laughs> yeah, you definitely follow it. And that the messages that you get from all of these other guides are messages to help you have that deeper connection yes. with your soul, because yes. ultimately that's the most powerful connection. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Follow what your soul, and oftentimes we allow what others are saying and believing and thinking for us to keep us from having that connection. Oftentimes we are paying attention to what will quote unquote make money, right? Yeah. And we're driving it from what will make money or what will be easy or what have I done already? Yeah. And that doesn't, that just doesn't serve us. It doesn't serve I us. I mean, like what I'm doing now, I've never done before in this lifetime, right? I, it did, this is not something I did and it wasn't logical. And, you know, all those types of things that we try and figure out, you know, it, uh, I followed my heart, followed that guidance and I trusted trusted and surrendered and trust me I, I it was hard you know it is hard when you're trusting that that knowing that guidance because you don't know you're in the unknown you're constantly in the unknown i have no idea but that's when you have to like you know guys i started my you know gratitude challenge uh facebook group again and it's wonderful and it's because you know i realized that you know, gratitude is not just about feeling grateful, but it's acknowledging all the support that you have from the universe. That's what it's about. You know, I'm always supported. And when I acknowledge all the things that I'm grateful for, really what I'm saying is thank you, God. Right. Thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all these blessings in my life. And, and what does that do? That strengthens your connection to yourself, strengthens your connection to source, spirit, creator, God, goddess, universe name pick a name okay so <sighs> I, I know it's like sometimes they take over it's like oh i just i just want to share that with you to to that you can't figure it out 
what your no. path is, what your purpose is, what your journey is. You can't figure it out from here. You cannot. No. It's from here. Please get that. Or from the people around you. Yeah. It's you not know. from the people around you. No, no. <laughs> and, unless there's someone who is really tuned in and they see you and can support you, but oftentimes they really won't get it. And as you were saying about you're doing something that you've never done before, you know, this mm -hmm. is when you're on this path, that's often the situation where you're creating something that other people have never created. It's very different. And it is something that you probably have never experienced before. And it doesn't have a neat little box that it fits into. Yeah. Right. You're yeah. not, you're not working as an accountant. You're not in, you know, in this little box as an account and I'm not saying that those professions are wrong let me make that clear yeah but what I'm saying is if you have a number of things oftentimes it's because they are things that are showing up that are parts of what your soul came here to create now you have to decide which one of those based on doing your own spiritual work, coming out of your head, connecting with your soul, connecting with your higher guidance to really understand which one for now. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Thank you. For now, it's going to yeah. change. Right. And it's okay if it changes. And that's the other thing that I want to point out too, is sometimes we'll hear people say, oh, she doesn't know what she wants to do because she's changing one week. It's this and next week it's that. When you're on this path and you're really connecting with your soul and really making this decision from that level about what the next step is, you may change frequently. Mm -hmm. And you may hear people thinking that you don't know what you're doing. And you may feel like you might not know what you're doing, but <laughs> trust us. <laughs> yeah. Both have changed a number of times. Yeah. And change is still happening. Um, let me tell Absolutely. you. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I've done a little <laughs> bit of everything. I mean, I have yeah. a corporate trainer. I've had a wildly successful hair care business. I've <laughs> I didn't know about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Awesome. You know, we uh, we had a HR investigation firm at one point. I mean, just a number of things that have brought me here. Mm -hmm. Each one served its purpose at the time and provided an income and then led me to the next thing. Exactly. I love it. Thank you for that. It's, and, it, you know, follow your heart. And if you don't know how, put your hand on your heart and say, what do I really want to do? The higher self, soul, what do you really want me to do? Why am I really here? What, what, what brings me joy? And when I ask myself that question, sometimes I have to ask that on a regular basis because like, uh, I, when I ask myself that question, it's like, what, do I, what really brings me joy when it comes to work? What do I really like, like to do? I love doing these calls. I love doing these calls. I love doing my healing and coaching work. I absolutely love it. It brings me so much joy and fulfillment. It absolutely does. You know, so that's why I do it. I work, I mean, I do live calls five days a week, believe it or not. They're not all paid, right? I mean, free, some are paid, but I, five days a week, I give myself the weekend off, you know? <laughs> you know? But I do that because it really does bring me a level of joy and fulfillment. 
and being on purpose, right? So, but I have to ask myself sometimes that because sometimes when I'm in a funk or things are not working the way I think they should or blah, 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 it's like, okay, why am I doing this? What, like, what do I really, what really brings me joy? This, all right, then let's keep doing this, right? And that's the thing, it's like, you have to keep asking yourself questions. Things are gonna change, absolutely. But keep asking yourself, what brings me joy? What makes me happy? What lights me up? What, 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 what gives me juice? Right? Ask, ask that. And then you'll know. Look you know? forward to in the morning when you get up. Okay, I, I, I don't know about that. I'm not a morning person, so I can't ask myself that question. <laughs> so if you get up in the afternoon. <laughs> <That's better. laughs> Takes me a few hours to get going, okay? <laughs> That's funny. But, you know, this is what I love to do. And it, you know, I have to say, you know, I'm actually really good at it. You know, I'm a really good host. You know, I'm a really good healer. I'm a really good coach. I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm really good at other stuff too. But those are the three things that I really, really enjoy. And I'm actually really good. But like you said, Dr. Monique, it's all so different and it's different from what other people do. So I can't even describe myself as to what do I do? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just show up and then, you know, I do it. But, you know, <laughs> and the thing is, we are all, you know, Dr. Monique and I, we're, we're, we're both like really connected to our soul, our, our hearts, our, ourself, our team. You know, Dr. Monique is more into the ancestors. I'm not just because that's not how I was raised. Right. Yeah. But I'm more into the angels and the galactics and, you know, ascended masters, etc. right? So whoever you work with and the gods and goddesses, of course, right? So whoever you work with, work with them and ask for support, ask the universe for support, ask Jesus for support, whoever you want to call on, ask for support, ask for blessings, ask for unconditional love. And when you ask, be willing to receive it. And when you receive it, say, thank you. Right. And then take the next freaking step. I love it. <laughs> And they're we're all on a journey, right? We're all on a journey. And that's what the ancestors are here to support us with, is right. with our journey. Right. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, <laughs> you know, when you were saying about, you know, who you work with, pick, I mean, you don't only have to work with one. Yeah. You know, I, in fact, when I first started, I did more, most of my work was with spirit guides. Mm -hmm. You know, I did a number of programs with spirit guides. I still connect with my spirit guides. Spirit guides still come through. I still have angels that I connect with quite a yeah. bit. I have goddesses that I connect with. I have um, the ancestors. Build your team, connect with them, but start somewhere. And you exactly. can build one at a time. You don't have to go and, you know, learn how to connect with all of these at one time connect with the ones that you resonate the most with and begin to work with them to support you. And if you want to start working with the ancestors, start off by you getting a small little altar. We talked about this at the very beginning. I think Gina asked the question, you know, start with a small altar, start with your grandmother or great grandmother, whoever you were close to, whoever you had a good relationship with, start there. 
right? It's all about relationship, right? So relationship with yourself, relationship with your higher self, with your soul, relationship with the universe. But yes, relationship with your ancestors because they are still genetically even still with you, right? They're genetically with you in your DNA, right? So work with them, let them support you. And part of this is about us receiving the support. We don't have to do it all on our own. Yes. Get over yeah. that. I mean, get over yourself for thinking that you have to do it all on your own. I was like that. Okay, so I get it. I was like that. But, but you don't have to. No. It's you not don't. required, you know? So please do, you know, ask for that and start connecting. For, yeah, and you can ask for the support in on, on small things. Like, I needed a plumber. I asked my dad. <laughs> he, you know, he was a pipe fitter, and we always laugh, and everybody in the community says this. If it couldn't be fixed, I mean, if my dad couldn't fix it, then it couldn't be repaired, pretty mm -hmm, much. Mm -hmm. He could do all of that. And when he left, that left a hole of us needing someone else to come in and do these things. And I said, okay, well, who do I need to go to to send that? I go to my dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, connect my dad. You need to okay. bring somebody in here that's the right person to do this. And so what does he do? He brings the right person in and that person gives me his card and come to find out the guy's name is Angel. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay, Neo saying enough. Um, <laughs> so Neo knows it's been a while now, um, but there was a question from Lori. Yeah, I have my tea back. So I'm very happy. I, I, I got my tea yesterday from the apartment. I also got tea delivered today from Amazon. So I am all good on my tea now, finally. He's on the couch. Um, so Lori was asking, so we can ask our ancestors to help clear the anger and also ask them to help us know what our soul purpose is. And can they clear karmic debt that holds us back? Absolutely. They, they can clear it. Well, you can help and work with them to clear it, one. And they can come in and give you guidance and information and spiritual practices to help you clear it. One of the things that I love about working with the ancestors is they want to empower you to do some of this for yourself mm -hmm. and not create a dependency. So they'll give you the spiritual practices that you need to do or can do to begin to clear these things for yourself. So you can clear some of your own experiences that you've lived. You can, you can clear some of the karmic stories that have taken place and you can work with them to help to clear some of their stories. So we sometimes get ancestors that are stuck, right? They're stuck in their anger and we may have to offer a forgiveness prayer to them and ask them to forgive anyone who may have hurt them, harmed them, betrayed them, abused them, abandoned them, you know, created any kind of hardship in their lives when they were alive and ask them to forgive for that. Because when they then forgive and become these ascended master ancestors, these master ancestors, then they can walk with you, support you, guide you and help you to clear whatever you're dealing with in this life experience. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Good. Thank you for that, Lori. Um, and and Renetta saying, my sister and I were creating a tree with the women ancestors yesterday, and we got the names of some of the great grandmothers. Awesome. So get started. You start working with them. Nice. You know, let and them support you and you can support them. 
Right. And one of the things that I might add for you on that is if you have ancestors that are living, okay. <laughs> if you have family members, <laughs> your ancestors are walking the earth, okay. If you have might family be. members, who knows? Hey, they could very well be. If you have family members that you can interview, interview those family members and get stories. Collect the stories. That's the book back there mm -hmm. is filled with stories because my mom and my aunt went to the elders in the family and started recording their stories. And now my mom is recording hers so that future generations will have her story. So if you, I mean, I always say we're all ancestors in training. Right. Yeah. If we get it right now, then we'll be better for our family members in terms of supporting them and guiding them. And you may want to start to share your stories, whether it's just sharing them with your family members or sharing them on a larger level, writing the stories down. But if you're doing that tree, the more stories that you can get, the more helpful that will be for ancestral story clearing, but also for giving you that courage and that strength and that wisdom and knowing that someone in your lineage has experienced what you've experienced and now they can support you with moving forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. Awesome. Um, yeah, we can definitely help our ancestors as well. Uh, it wasn't easy. My grandmother was born in 1899 and 1838. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, somebody may have the stories, okay? Yeah, um, it may be able to even go, you know, into the archives and things like that. So taking a class on, you know, genealogy class is one other option as well if you i mean it sounds like you're probably doing some of that but sometimes you can find stories that way i don't know if you've seen um henry lewis gates has a program on pbs called finding your roots hmm. and he takes people on the journey these are famous people so you get to see famous people and you get to see their family lineage but it's a great way for you to maybe learn a little bit more about how to get this information the stories Awesome, thank you. Um, Laura, did you have a lot of caffeine today? No, I, no, but when I start talking about this kind of stuff, I get really, you know, excited. And uh, yeah, it, it juices me up, right? So yeah, it's, uh, I, I get excited. Yeah, I'm passionate about it. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, um, I'm actually really tired today, but uh, I'm okay. <laughs> I had my tea, so I'm happy. But uh, yeah, it's been a, it's been a, I'm okay right now. So, because when I start talking about this kind of stuff, you know, then uh, it's like, it's like I, I feel good. You know, I'm like full of vibrant energy now because I'm talking about this stuff. So I love it. Um, all right, anything else you want to add, Dr. Monique? I know we went a little bit over today. <laughs> That's okay. The, the one thing that I want to add is just get started. Yeah. Work with your team. If it's ancestors, work with your ancestors. If you need support, obviously I'm here to support you, but you can begin on your own working with your ancestors or any of the spiritual beings. There are so many out there that are here to help us. Connect with the ones that you resonate with, connect with them, allow them to support you. And then in the end, go within and check in and connect. Mm -hmm. And that will completely shift not only the anger, but it'll actually bring more joy into your life as well. Yeah, 
Beautiful, thank you. And again, um, the special offer for Dr. Monique is available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash Monique 11. So please do take a look at it, get package A, get package B. I would highly recommend package B. And that's why I, you know, only because with package B, you get to work with Dr. Monique one-on-one -on -one more deeply. And um, you can actually, you know, tap into what, which pattern, which um, karmic pattern would be the best for you at in this moment for whatever it is that you're going through, right? Because sometimes it's like, I don't know, it could be any one of those because I've had a lot of stuff, but, you know, you can tap in and talk to each other about which one would be the best one and then move forward from there. So that's why I, I would recommend package B if you can, if you can do that. If not, there's always package A, and in, in package A, you will also work with Dr. Monique in the two sessions as well, She'll do, but it, will, it won't be as deep as package B, just, right. just saying. But I think right now, you know, we're now in the middle of November. Ugh, I can't believe it's middle of November. I don't know, for those of you who are in my gratitude challenge group, I posted uh, a picture of some roses with the sun shining on them. And it's like, I love how it's the middle of November and roses are still in bloom here <laughs> you know i come from canada so in canada everything's dead right? <laughs> so that's why i'm like i love it you know i was like i love it um but it's like yeah it's it's the it's the middle of november we're getting into you know, the end of 2020 moving into 2021 you know this is the time for you to really get clearer and start to you know work through even a little bit more of what has been stopping you so that you can really move forward into your next year like rebecca for example you know hopefully she's going to take dr monique's advice and move forward with her healing gifts and healing abilities and her healing program her healing modality but this is the time it's it's not the time to sit back anymore and wait or, or hide anymore you know it's like we are needed we are needed more than ever right now right so that's my little gentle push okay yes uh, thank you so much, Dr. Monique. It was, this was so much fun. We always have a great time. And I, lo I love talking with you and learning more about the ancestors and how they can support us and how we can support them. So it's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I always love being here with you and I love our discussions and, you know, we have our topic and then we all sorts of wonderful things come through and I know what comes through is for the people that are here. So thank you so much for inviting me and allowing me to be in this space with you this is uh, beautiful thank I'm you honored. I'm honored. It's, it's so much fun and so you know tomorrow for those of you who are here now who are, who are going to watch later tomorrow is the festival of lights i know some people are already celebrating today but it's really tomorrow so i'll be uh that's part of why i'm tired because i was cleaning <laughs> you know i don't do physical stuff right so i was cleaning as well setting up my new temple here and my new altar here so that it's ready for for tomorrow so um i i i wish you all you know uh, so much love so much so many blessings of abundance prosperity health harmony vibrancy whatever your heart desires i wish that for you and more but mostly i wish for you that your light within you shines more radiantly shines even brighter all right so thank you thank you thank you so much everyone until next time may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy peace love happiness prosperity and radiant health sending you all much love and blessings always bye, bye for now <laughs> <laughs>